Thank you for downloading the Racist Recap. If you want to join in on the conversation live, we record these Sundays, 7 p.m. Eastern at RacistRecap.com. If you're listening afterwards, feel free to chime in on the YouTube video itself or on social using the hashtag RacistRecap. And we'll find you. Enjoy the show. Hey there. What do you say there, world? Coming in hot. Me and Jen. Racist Recap. How you doing, Jen? I'm still muted. I'm great. <laughs> she's going to be on mute for a little bit because she's got the kitten bouncing in the background. I got it nice. Uh, yeah. Somewhere I was, over there. I was like, I tried to like crop it so you wouldn't see if you had to run over there. <laughs> You're good. Uh, it's going to be a little weird right now. We may have somebody jumping in here in just a second to kind of throw the stuff off, but whatever. We'll have some fun. All right. Everything is going the way we planned it, just like we planned it as far as nobody thought. Are you kidding me? Emily and Molly pulled it out. I cannot believe that. This whole episode was like their goodbye song. It was like crying. We love each other. Their journey. I was like, this is the perfect goodbye. They're giving them a great goodbye. And then the edit. Woo! Some rough, some rough things. Yeah, I mean, I was like, oh, no, good girl. I'm tearing up. She's like crying. Oh, man. They're just so sweet. They're just so sweet, them two. You like them more and more every, like, you like them more and more every episode. You can't, like, if you, if you, if that story bothers you, you have something wrong with your heart. Like, you need to go get, you need to go to a cardiologist because there's something wrong with your heart. It's basically the way it goes. All right. Oh. Lewis jumping in here. Let's see if I throw him up there. Oh man, they're just so sweet. They're just so sweet, them too. You like them more and more every like. That's the Lewis. I got us on loudspeaker in the club. That story bothers you. You have something wrong with your heart. It's like you need to go mute Lewis. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lewis from Lewis and Michelle joining us. With, uh, at least there was no pachata going on in the background. Oh, <laughs> what's going on? Oh, my goodness. Uh, he thinks he needs headphones on, but, you know. Like, just when I thought the episode got cute when Lewis jumped on yeah. it, it got even cuter. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hi, can you hear us? Hi. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Say croqueta. Say croqueta. That was really good. Say croqueta power. (laughs) (laughs) Jen, he's adorable. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Yeah, we we just got rid of Joey. We got our new, our new, new yes. Yeah, so we got our four four hosts right here. There we awesome. go. What's up, everybody? What's up? This What's... is weird. I don't have Michelle with me. Wow. Wow. Michelle um is behind the scenes right now. She's like okay. setting everything up. Maybe you can get a word perfect. in now. You know, she's always hogging the mic. Oh wait, that's you. Oh no. <laughs> No, I'm just joking. Hey, hey, what's up? You guys got this nice, beautiful camera going on here. This is uh, nice. Yeah, that's Michelle's side gig. She does some photography and video and stuff. So she's that, that, that's got this. that's also got the nice lens going on with the bouquet. Oh yeah, look at that. The background, yeah. nice little blur going. Little bouquet. You gotta step it up. 
Stephen, uh, what's up? I'm like in my bedroom. Yeah, well, I just I, I got lazy and just threw the green screen up. <laughs> it's like, it's like, what's up, Jen? We missed you last week. I know, I missed you. What you doing out there, huh? Skiing? Too busy? Always skiing. I, I was <laughs> not feeling great last week, so I had to kind of take it easy. But gotcha. Feeling gotcha. better this week. Glad to be back. She had, right. she just had bad gas and she didn't want to fart the whole time while she was on. Yeah, it was basically yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> That's Michelle. She farts a lot. Oh, you just you just got it. That's it. It's over. That's it. You lost it, bro. All right. All right. Welcome to the party. Let's get it started. Teams are going to Reykjavik, Iceland, the place where I got engaged. The place where it all went down. This whole season, I think the final memory challenge is going to be how well do people know my engagement video? Because, again, this is the fourth thing from my engagement video that they included in this season, which is they went to two different places we went to as well in this video that were in my engagement video, <laughs> including the pit stop, which is in my engagement video. Pat's <laughs> comment on Twitter was the best. They just have your video on loop. Everybody's just focus on your video. Justin. They're not watching anything else for research. They just have Justin's video on a loop. I mean, the pit stop is in my video. Video? Come on! Are you kidding me? They know it's uh, fine. Listen, if they want to offer me a job, they can offer me a job. But you know, Pat is a very important person. I, I think Justin, though, Kim has been going hard for a job on on the Amazing Race. She has. Sorry, dude. I think they'll pick her before you. You'd, Sorry, they will pick. They would pick Kim, <laughs> except Kim's got sixty four other jobs that she's doing, including mom of like eighteen. So she's got like mom duty. She has to take care of Penn with his ADHD. Otherwise, he'll never be able to get his keys. And they got a, a, a company they own and they create content every day. No way that she could keep up. Me? I don't have anything. I got, no, I got, I got Diana. I got Diana who takes care of the kids and me. And then I got the races recap. So they, I got plenty of time. I got that on Kim. Right? <laughs> Don't you have dragons to take care of? I got dungeons, dungeons and dragons, yes. I am now a professional dungeon master, so uh, oh, that's great. you can add that to my list of why, uh, uh, you know, Diana should have never married me. Uh, all right. Oh, my God. Steve, thank you so much for that 1990. He says you are amazing. Thank you, Steve. Appreciate you. I'm Thanks, only Steve. amazing because I surround myself with amazing people, right, Jen? That's totally right. <laughs> you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with so it's a good strategy uh there you go that that's correct so it's that it's diana my two kids and and whoever, my co-host that's literally the only people i see there's no like real life friends and your dragons uh, yeah well yeah like i said no real life friends those are just my imaginary oh, my friends <laughs> i'm just gonna put my cloak on and hide i'm All gonna right. try to take joey's spot and go through the chat as you um oh that would be awesome as you do your podcast so i'm not listening 100 i don't think i could do this <laughs> <laughs> We'll try it. It's tough. It's tough. But anyway, all right. Next week's guest. I don't want to make you guys wait any longer. Okay. Next week's guest. One of the executive producers of the show. One of the big dogs that's actually involved in the show on a day-to-day -day basis. I would say right now on the scale of day-to-day -day basis, you got Bertram. Well, you got Elise, Bertram, because you know 
he's gonna do whatever she says. <laughs> so you got Elise, you got Bertram, you got Phil, and then you got Pat. And Pat is gonna be joining us next week. Ooh! Executive producer of the show. I've been begging him for five, six years now to come on the show. That's a get, man. And Pat, congratulations. That's is awesome. going to be joining us. Uh, he is. You, you, you. You've heard me say it a lot on the show, Matt and Pat. They were the two main people that were like, they were like the storytellers. They were the ones digging, asking you the questions, you know, yep. you know making sure everything's going well. And they're, they're the, the, those type, they are the ones that you speak to on, on more, more than anybody else on the show, more than Phil or anybody or anybody. They're the best. And yeah. if you want to get an insider to what the, the racers are thinking, every racer who's pretty much ever run the damn race, because Pat's been doing it since day one, Every race, he talks to them at their most vulnerable times. He talks mm -hmm. to them at the finish of every race, of every leg. So if you really want to know the insight to what people are thinking or what they were feeling, he knows more than anybody on earth, unless you're the editors who have to sit there and rewind and rewind and rewind. <laughs> Ooh, Cindy, holla. Yes. $25 holla. Whoa, Cindy with a bang bang over here. Now, Cindy Wigglesworth. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, Cindy. That really means a lot. Like, we're, I haven't even run, done, we haven't done the show, and we're already getting new. You guys are so sweet. Thank you very much. All right, so heading off to Reykjavik, Iceland. So next week, Pat's going to be on here. If you want any questions about The Amazing Race, he said the wife is out of town, so he's ready to go. Just send the questions, and I'm going to send him a whole list of questions. He's going to go through all those questions and, and make sure that he can answer whatever he can answer or find the best way to answer it. So... He, he's on money and he's already said he's going to put me in a place, put me in my place for a couple of things. If he's like, that's the only way he agreed to come on the show. He's like, the only way I'll agree to come on the show is if you let me put you in your place. I'm like, I never stop anybody from trying to put me in your, if you got facts, spit facts, but just remember, just cause you work on the show doesn't mean you know it better than I do. Of course he does. <laughs> what are you talking about? He knows it from a different angle. He doesn't see the things we see. He sees it you from a different angle. You, you don't think Pat watches the show? He has to watch it, and he watches it from our angle. I don't think he. I don't think he watches the show. I think he watches the edit. Really? I think he watches the edit. Like he's got to edit it. Every got to you know edit. I need this piece. I need that piece. And then at the so, end, do you think he watches it over? How many times you can see the pieces? So you don't think he sits down on his couch on Wednesday nights and watches the show? No, I think he's on Twitter. Really? I think he sits on Twitter watching the show. Hmm. He's like this. I think he watches. Maybe you're right because after 35 seasons of doing this, well, not just that. Just it, like it's he's already seen these episodes probably 15, 20 times because you have to re like he's 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 like the story. He creates the storylines or he approves yeah. the storyline. He gets all that stuff done. Like so, he has to like see. Okay, I need this with that. Okay, put those two together. Yeah, that works. Make that happen. You know, like he's the one that guides the editor. Or at so least it's he was. his fault. You were the villain of your season. Yes, I, I need to talk to him about that shit. I can't <laughs> wait. I'm like me and Diana thought we were we were freaking croquetta chat over here. We were like living the dream. <laughs> we were singing. We were dancing every everywhere we went. We had the same freaking. We ran the same races. You except they just showed the three fights we had, and it was just like you know I'm from New York. She's from Philly. That's just how we talk it looks aggressive but she's like she's more aggressive than i am you guys just don't see it i thought you were so annoying <laughs> i know i know i listen the way they edit definitely makes it way more annoying than i was but i could see how people would think i'm annoying when 
you're doing really well and you're acting like a fucking little kid living his dream, then it, it can be annoying. But if you really just looked at it like who I really was, it was just this little kid who couldn't control his emotions. And, and you saw and that. We grew to love you afterwards. That was a thing. You know, afterwards, we saw what the kid was. You know, we have more more substance to your story. It's, That's when I grew to love you. I just can't control my emotions, good or bad. You saw me crying like a baby. You saw me happy. <laughs> crying right now. <laughs> yeah, it's like I can't, I can't control it. I'm sorry. Like when I used to control it, I bottled it up and beat the shit out of people. And I went, you know, yeah. I got in a lot of trouble. And I've been the sixth therapist. So here, Ray Fletcher is a new therapist. Fifty dollars. <laughs> Ray Fletcher dropping the fifty, saying, uh, "Man, step it up." Ray, Ray starts with a nineteen, goes to the twenty-five. Ray says fifty. It's like a bidding auction here. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> Logan is next up. Logan, uh, who travels the world, who's been to more countries than all of us, and we've been on the race. Uh, somehow, I'm waiting for him to donate. You know. He gets more show prep out of my show than I get out of this show. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> He's coming to Miami. Shout out to Logan. That's my dude. All right. So, Expedia, Expedia got a huge commercial to start this episode, which I'm not, I'm, I'm okay with because it fits perfect. That's not something you have to force into the show. Yeah. My only problem is. It, I think it affected the leg way too much, and we'll talk about that. All right, so I love how everybody's using this helicopter ride as that reminiscing time, that time to really appreciate the race, the time to just kind of like, this is it. This is like we're, we're racing to be in the finals uh, in one of the most beautiful countries in the world, uh, one of the most unique architects, are, like uh, landscapes in, in the whole world. It's so... It feels like you're on another planet sometimes. It's just yeah. so weird, so strange. Yeah. yeah. It's beautiful. It's weird how, how there's like barely any roads out there. It's just. Yeah, it's, that's why I was like, crazy. how'd you get lost? It's like two roads. And well, they, just, they go in well, loops. Well, I guess we'll get to that. They we'll go in loops, that. bro. They're what called I, loops. What, did, you go to, did you go in the wintertime or yeah. in the summertime? Winter. I didn't go in the summer. Okay. Yeah. You didn't see the, like, the purple flower fields, right? Mm -mm. Hey, buddy. No, they were covered in white snow oh my god yeah, like, how so beautiful it, it was yeah it was wild going through those fields of just purple i think it's like lavender flowers going and then you have the green and you have the mountains it was gorgeous it was absolutely beautiful yeah and and yeah shout out to expedio giving us that chopper ride that yeah. was fun. and mad points you got mad points lined up ready to go yeah <laughs> wait for the season points, baby. <laughs> he's like wait for that season to go so we can hit going books. to the strip club <laughs> getting rid book. of my points <laughs> <laughs> whoa 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 strip club with kid on board i'm so sorry I, this is like a kid in chat and he's Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Claire and uh, Claire and Derek. Derek and Claire's. Uh, oh, Claire is Derek's Bond girl, right? Yes. Right. And, mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think Very so. Convinced. I don't think it's who he was thinking about at that time. Like, you know, Claire, he loves you for your big, beautiful brain. Right. With Bond girls, they don't normally have big, beautiful brains. <laughs> it's so bad. No, I'm just saying. All right. So Aubrey and David really enjoying. I actually I'm I like them more on this episode than I like them all season. Like they're just they were so pleasant. They're so sweet. Like where the hell was this edit all season? If and they were gonna it, Yep. If they were and gonna, David just glowed when he saw a chopper. In person, that guy was glowing. 
Like he was so happy, and and it's weird because I thought you were bro. You see choppers every day. What's wrong with you? Nah, he was super happy. Yeah, like I didn't get, I didn't get it either. Like, he's like, I, <laughs> bro, I, I guess you work on him. You don't get to fly him. So I get, yeah. you know, it's like one of those. That, whatever. He was enjoying the race. I can't hate on him for. Well, for if I would have saw a croqueta, I would have gone crazy too. So <laughs> never mind. I can't. A croqueta eating challenge. Bang! Oh! I got you. I'm eating all of y'all <laughs> just because I want to. All right. Then they went. Uh, so teams, uh, it was pretty simple. You guys uh, kind of landed. Then you uh, had to go climb a glacier. So, all right, climbing a glacier is cool. This is exactly what you could do if you booked the Expedia trip. But it's exactly what you could do if you booked the Expedia trip. It's not a challenge. This is something people just do. <laughs> it's like, what the hell? What was what, the challenge? Okay. Yes, you can highlight it, but go up on top and do something when you get there and then rappel back down. Go grab a flag. You don't even have to pick the right one. Let me just grab a flag and go down. It was it was a filler task. Yeah, it was. Oh, my God. It was just to show a landscape. If it was just clue retrieval, that's one thing. But, yeah, it's not really not a challenge. Yeah. I still loved it. <laughs> oh, it was beautiful. Yeah, it's awesome. Still. It was fun. <laughs> It's like, oh, okay, it's great. Look, look, look how cool, you know. <laughs> we had to see Derek turn into a frog, so it was worth it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Louis, of course, Lewis liked it because he flew up there. He was like the fastest. Like, everybody else was like, he's like, it was just a ladder technique, man. I go up and down ladders all the time. I just. It felt more natural. I don't know what, you <laughs> what just Eric had, was doing. But. You're just very aggressive when it comes to ice. Like you have a, a problem with <laughs> ice. Did yeah. vanilla hi- did vanilla ice hit on hit on Michelle at some point and you just taking it out on it's like, it's like I got your ice ice baby right here mother no 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 she don't want no <laughs> I don't know all right so Derek was the worst hands down couldn't get this technique down for nothing uh, uh, somebody with a broken leg went right up past him and he's he's trying to like get in but you know. He's he he does it with a smile and again as much as you, I want to hate Big Brother teams he, they're actually really cool I really enjoy watching them I don't have any yep. any qualms at all about them being on the show yeah unless somebody helped them win the race like uh, the last time that the Big Brother team saw and you think Derek's funny on on this show man behind the scenes that dude is hilarious oh you guys got real bromance going hilarious. look at the real it, bromance it is a bromance man like <laughs> but to be honest I get along with everybody. But when you have a personality like Derek, we just, it just meshed, dude. It just meshed. And what I appreciate about him, he's not a, he doesn't pretend to be manly. He knows he's not the most manly guy. And he makes fun of himself for not being that way. And I appreciate that from him. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he he knows who he is and he owns it. Yes. So. Love the dude. You know, it's one of those. (laughs) Eminem rap battle techniques, you know, you put all your flaws out there so people can't use them against you. Now, what are you going to say about me? Huh? Yep. That I I lost two reality, three reality shows now, back to back to back. I'm going for the four factor when they put me on Survivor and I lose. Yeah. (laughs) They're really trying to give these people money. They're like, we really want to give you money, but you guys suck at every show that we put you on. No, I'm just joking. (laughs) Uh, But I, 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 I definitely see them probably getting a chance. At least uh, Derek of going on uh, Survivor. I don't know if Claire is let down for that. Um, all right. So, uh, teams having an issue with the Jeeps. Let's get every single team had an issue with the Jeep. 
Okay, there was one extra four-wheel drive stick, right? Was there another stick that we didn't know about? Because people said there was four pedals. <sighs> no, nah, just the two sticks. It was a... I don't know why people are saying that. It was a regular manual transmission. Okay. It's I, just, yeah, it, it was just hard to get it in, in gear. Just like when you have w any new car trying to drive it manual, it, it's going to be tough at first, especially like those old school cars. So you went from a, a brand new Volkswagen in Italy that was, <laughs> you know, it, it pretty simple, but obviously I couldn't put it in reverse, but whatever. And then you have... <laughs> This car, the first thing I do is put it in reverse. And I'm like, great. I got that go down. Reverse. Let me try to go forward now. Um, yeah, but but it was it was cool. But once you get a hang of it, everybody, everybody was good. Were uh, the two sticks, was one of them for like four-wheel drive? Or what was that all about? That's what I think it was. I mean, I'm not even 100% sure right now. <laughs> okay. But, uh, but I, I was just worried about the long one. The, the yeah. one I was supposed yeah, to like, do. Make it drive. Just make yeah, it go. Yeah, yeah I didn't even else. touch or look at the other one. So I Probably just went forward with the other one. Yeah. <laughs> I love uh, the Overland vehicles they have in Iceland, though. The giant tires. and Oh, like my God. Like I said, as soon as I saw that, that thing, I thought they were going underwater. They had those underwater, like, uh, mufflers, man. I was Oracle. like, they're yeah. going, they're going. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to go right Did you guys notice water? Michelle giving me, giving me confidence? Yelling out the window, help. Thanks, Michelle. <laughs> well, you were you felt like a man. And sometimes when you feel too manly, the testosterone shoots a little through. And, you know. Once I got to go, I felt like a man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What do you think about Molly do, using the distraction technique as Emily and Molly start to fall behind? She, I mean, this is part of what she does for a living, right? She said she that, uses this technique. That that was so cute. And it's just, that's the edit that I'm talking about. Like with James Earl, I feel like they get things like that that are so beautiful, man. Like, like just that little part, you know, she can't walk, right? And you have her sister. The little flower that I forgot what the flower is called, you know, here, make a wish. And they're just they're just laughing together. And it's a beautiful moment. Yeah. And they're what could be that, the they're getting pretty good at it. Yeah. At the end, this could this is like the end of the here it is. This is their swan song. Everybody just love them as they're leaving, you know. But it seemed that way. I just that's <laughs> how I saw it. And I'm like, all right, and that seemed makes sense. But no, they pull out each other. So insane. You know what I'm saying? So first thing, uh, all right. So you get here, to, you get the route info, and then you have to, uh, you basically travel 55 miles, uh, uh, 55 minutes, 35 miles to to get to your next uh, roadblock. Um, so teams all having these issues. Uh, all right, let's get to this problem. Lewis and Michelle, David and Aubrey, both going in one direction. All right. We got Lewis and Michelle leading the pack, going in the right direction. David and Aubrey being followers, following behind them. All right. So they were first, actually. Huh? They, were, they were ahead of us. They okay, were so us. you were following them. Okay, so you're they're going well, right there's through. only one road. Right, so <laughs> they're, they're yes. in first. You're following behind them. They make a U-turn. You say, wait, no, that's not how Because the edit said that they are going in the right direction because... We're following you guys because they say you guys normally go in good direction. They saw no, they they saw us in the rear view, turn around, and that's when they look back and they're like, "Oh no, they turned around with us, turn around too." Okay, so that's then when they turn around and follow you guys, which, yeah. which you know, at this point in the race, if there's four teams, if you're still a follower, you're not going to win the race. 
If you're still a follower in leg four and not a leader, you're not going to win the race. Quote that. No, now that we got that out of the race, it's this. This is it. This is this is the time for you to separate from one team. Your, your whole job is to separate from one team, not follow one team. But um, yeah. So they follow. You guys go uh, make the U-turn too early. Um, mm-hmm. and get a little premature uh, U-turnization here, and then mm-hmm. they follow you. Then you see mm-hmm. Derek and Claire. Now, when you saw Derek and Claire, you're like, "What? They have, we have to be going in the right direction, or what made you so- turn around?" I had no idea that was Derek and Claire. I thought was a, that was a possible production card because there was more Jeeps than were teams. So I was like, I saw the car go by, but I'm like, there's no way that could be Derek and Claire. There's no way that could get here that fast. Going back to that parking lot where the Jeep was at, before we got into our cars, we wanted to ask for directions. Okay. That's always been our, our strategy. We went to one couple, a tourist couple. They had no idea got their phones. We put the same um, name letter by letter in the phone. It was a, that I turned, I found out later that I was a typo that the name wasn't spelled correctly. So we <laughs> couldn't find anything on Google maps for that place. So then we went to our bus driver there. He's a local. Let's ask him. Right. He showed us the area on our map. This isn't a good map either. It's more of a tourist map that we mm-hmm. got. Okay. So he showed us the area on the map. Right. It turns out. And then we leave. <laughs> It turns out Derek and Claire never asked for directions. And that's not that's actually a pretty good idea in Iceland because there's not that many roads to get lost in, in Iceland. That's awesome. So that's how they caught up to us because we were too busy asking two people, signing waivers for each, and then riding out when Derek and Claire just got into their car and left. So I had no idea it was them. I'd say Derek and Claire got lucky. I don't think in general not asking for directions is a wise choice in the middle of nowhere. I agree. I agree. But yeah. this out of all the legs to not not ask for directions, this is probably the leg and the country to do it in. I mean, <laughs> so. so we were we had a leg in Iceland too. Yeah. And I think I'm assuming you guys were on the ring road for this portion of it. And yeah. like once you get out a certain ways, yeah, there's very few roads, yeah. but there are no road like there are options for ways to go. Like I why do you think there was the sense that you were never gonna need they had they did give us directions on the clue in the additional notes like okay. like make a right here look for this road okay. make a right there so that's that's what they did they followed directions perfectly me even with directions i still need to know like hey what where are we at on the map where is this going so that's how they got there so fast gotcha cool yeah. that makes sense a little bit kind of but yeah. some followers the Moral of the story is be a leader, not a follower. And uh, things tend to work out better for you, but also trust your gut. So uh, if your gut told you to turn around, I can't. If you turned around because it was your really a gut feeling, then yes, I trust your gut. But mm-hmm. if you turned around for something else, uh, uh, well, and I don't know what the reason was. That, 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 you know, that, that's you and your heart. See what it was. <laughs> so, uh, the, this late in the game, these crucial mistakes are the reasons that teams win and teams lose. But it seemed like in this place, the reason teams win and lose could have been navigation, uh, because this is where Derek and Claire took the lead, and uh, they started mm-hmm. to feel a little more confident as they took the lead. And that uh, the roadblock here, who was feeling misty-eyed, who's ready to cry? 
basically, you're cave diving, uh, something that I would have paid to do. Never mind that. Again, this could have been a really cool task. Why the hell was the damn clue? As soon as you fall down, it's right. You literally almost had to slap your head into the clue to get into this cave. You're not exaggerating. That's how yeah. it was. I'm yeah. like, except for Davis. If like, Poor if God. you would have just did this a little bit and swung, like before you landed, you could have grabbed the clue. <laughs> That's how close it was. It looked like just swing over, grab the clue, splash, keep going. Yes. So when I got down there. <laughs> The guide is like, the clue is somewhere in this cave. And I look to my left and I look back at him. I go, is that the clue? And he goes, the clue is somewhere in this cave. <laughs> Captain Obvious. I look at my left and then I see, I look at my right and I see David going cave exploring. And I'm just like, what does he think he is? Batman? It's like, Indiana Jones. Like... He's looking for the artifacts. <laughs> so he's in there. And I actually swam towards him just like five feet. I'm just like, David, is that you? And he goes, yeah, Luis, yeah. And I'm like, are you okay? Yeah. Okay, bye. And that's when I got the clue and left. <laughs> like, I'm out. He was like, help! I need your help! <laughs> Luis, I'm drowning! Adios! <laughs> There's got divers here! <laughs> I got money to win! Uh, <laughs> that was the best. He was out. Um, so, uh, again, listen. <laughs> Swimming takes a day to learn. Two days if, if you really don't get it. I'm not exaggerating. I, I used to teach swimming for a living. I can teach people, most people in a day, two days if you're really scared. There is no excuse to not learn how to swim. You live in Los Angeles. There's plenty of water around to go swimming. Plenty of pools around to go swimming. So we talked to David about that on our croqueta chat. Might be out later tonight. Oh, oh, oh. I asked him that question. you could tease it. So if you want the real uh, answer, yeah. you could go watch his stuff. I ain't telling y'all. Yeah, you hear from David's mouth. <laughs> hear it right from David's mouth if you want the real answer. Yeah, you don't need to know the real answer because I always give you the real, the real. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, uh, <laughs> there's really no excuse for actually any adult to not know how to swim. If, I mean, if you're an adult, learn how to swim. Just stop. Take a day of your life, one day out of your life, and go learn how to swim. You owe that to yourself. But if you're going on the race, <laughs> just stop. You, you didn't prepare. But I only had three hours. All right. You had 20-something years of your life to prepare as well. Uh, so Emily's crying, talking about her leg uh, really felt like this, uh, like her leg was about broken. She's crying. She doesn't know if she can continue. This is the goodbye edit. I'm over here like, damn it. They're going home. Starting to well up. Molly just goes in and absolutely crushes the task. <laughs> and they get back in this race and they just get that spark. It's that spark i think that spark right there of like we're in this like we're mm -hmm. in this that mm -hmm. was the thing that pushed them over the edge and gave them a little bit more obviously it didn't matter because you know quitters but um we'll get to that later as well i got called I mean, out adrenaline has pain killing effects too right so if she sees her sister like make up that much ground you at some point you kind of stop feeling the leg momentarily and then it catches up with you later which is probably it's allowing her to continue but it's also making things worse yeah so A christina whoa 
Thanks, Christina. What did I miss? <laughs> the hell? Gracias. What's going on? I didn't get an alert. Oh, get ho, ho, ho. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> Sorry, on vacation last week. Wasn't this week incredible? Yes. Any week in Iceland is incredible, but they got like you have a really like good race between teams. All of those teams, I didn't mind being there at all at this point in the race. It's like usually it's like, mm, but there's this one they're feeling really good. I I really like enjoy watching this. Uh, My only issue is now like that task was super cool. I agree. I pay to do that. Looks fun, but. Unless you don't know how to swim, I'm not seeing what's like really hard about it. And I just, the last challenge was really amazing and loved it. But this just felt like there could have been something to make it a little bit more, just to separate the pack a little bit. Yeah. Something where if you missed and you had to go back, that would separate things. That would change yeah. things. If you had to do any part of that over again, that would change yeah. things. Or if there was something along those ways that you had to complete, a puzzle, like a, a jumping question. and grabbing the clue out of the air into the water. Yeah. But that I guess would be copying less. Yeah, if it wasn't for David, I don't know how to swim. This would have been <laughs> very linear. Yeah. Yeah. It would be hard to pass anybody, really. Mm -hmm. Unless mm -hmm. somebody is just Unless they knew it and they were just playing them. Like, oh, you got played. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Aubrey freaking out on the road. But David being actually a great teammate here, really doing a good job, calming her <laughs> down, bringing her back into a space where they can compete. And, like, we're yeah. still in this. Let's compete. Let's go. And even when he gets there, he does a good job trying to psych himself up. A 69-mile ride coming up here, 90 minutes. Uh, this is the uh, only challenge uh Right now, this is the actual only task that they they've done on the on the race, and it's a root root info on this leg of the race. I don't think there's actually been a task yet. Everything has just been like tourist attractions. <laughs> uh, and uh, they come to a place where Diana and I uh, uh, went as well, which was in the um, uh, proposal video that you guys <laughs> that you guys have heard so much about. <laughs> Uh, but you yes, have a, you have a proposal video? No, never heard of it. So I this is <laughs> this is a place where <laughs> the continents uh, meet or separate, <laughs> depending on how you, depend on how you look at it. Yeah. So it I still don't understand that, but whatever. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. So the, the 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 floor of the earth moves, and this is one of the plates. This is one of the places where there's a crack, and you can see like the the plates come together or push up stuff or separate like with you guys were in a fissure so it's separated there and you guys went down into the fissure and then when you're in the fissure you saw all of the eruptions and it made it seem like this was so hard to remember like you got to remember the dates and you got to remember no you just got to remember the order just remember the dates you don't have to know leave and look at the dates don't even look at the dates they mean nothing the dates meant nothing just to distract you just learn them in order you learn the first six i'll learn the second six or whatever it was, it was 14 but they didn't tell yeah. us it was 14. By yeah, way. yeah. They, that That's was a good went. prep. Yeah, that was good prep. Yeah. They said uh, they didn't tell us it was, it was 14 volcanoes. We had no idea how many there were. That's why we went the, with the uh, I get one, you get one yeah. Uh, smart. order. Yeah. Yeah, that that was good uh, on their part but by making sure that everybody would probably have to do it at least twice to make it somewhat. Yeah. Uh, but. It didn't work out as well like they planned it to, to to work out here. So I love that they started off with Phil, and the, the, he was in a dry suit. Now, for those who don't know the differences, a dry suit and a wet suit, there's just slight differences. Uh, 
It seems to make sense when you think about it. One of them, your your body's physically wet when you're in it, and the other one, your body's physically dry when you're in it. That's the simplest way to describe it. But the ones that you're physically dry in, that's the ones you can actually wear clothes and stay warm and put layer up and put the suit on over it and not have to worry about it, and you can stay nice and warm. But if you don't know that, you might be taking off clothes to try to fit into that and then get in the water and freeze your ass off like I'm sure most of the contestants did because everybody seemed really cold. Um, so so you're saying the one that's it, with the volcanoes, that suit is the one that you could keep your clothes on underneath? The one that was, it's a dry suit. Yeah, the one that you guys, uh, it zipped up and you guys had the hood on and it was like, like uh, yeah. that's a dry yeah. suit. So your body should have been dry. Your body shouldn't have been wet underneath it. Yeah, your yeah. clothes should have been was, dry underneath it. was... The one with the canyoning task, yeah, that's a it had wetsuit. like some sort of inf yeah. I remember ch changing out, and it has some sort of like um air inside, right? So you don't drown. So you don't. And 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 I was freezing because that's a dry suit. The one in the canyoneering one that had the zipper on the back. The one at the final task was definitely a dry suit. I don't know. I, the final task okay. was a hundred percent dry I'm suit. Mixing them up. Because uh, you you, the one that Phil was in, you could clearly see he's just like. Yeah, floating like right. a bobblehead, and uh, yeah, yeah. So, but he... at, at one point, I had air. As soon as I dropped into the cave, I heard the thing go <laughs> like this. And I'm just like, was that supposed to happen? And I'm just yeah. like, in the yeah, I'm in the cave, and I'm just like, is that normal? And all of a sudden, I started feeling cold. And now mm -hmm. everybody else in that task said they didn't feel cold at all. I was freezing. Mm -hmm. So I wonder if that wasn't supposed to happen. And I don't know because we don't use those in Florida. Well, you're going to feel cold. It's not going to stop the cold. It slows the cold down. Yeah. I mean, you're, it's a glacier. Literally, it doesn't really get colder than anywhere on Earth, pretty much. Um, but uh, Lynette Porter is saying, it's not cold. It's getting hot up in here. $50. Thank you for all that you do. Lynette is bumping. What is going on here? You guys see what's going on here. See, Michelle and I were on last week. Right. And it wasn't a good money week for uh, the racers recap. Oh, anyway, now anytime somebody donates gone, money. Oh. But now that Michelle's gone, people are dropping dollars. Whoa. Maybe it was Michelle's fault. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> Girls bite back. Be careful. Uh, <laughs> Anytime somebody donates, it's incredible. Like, there's never been a season where we've had anywhere near this amount of donations. There's been seven seasons already. Uh, whatever. Look, I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. That's so awesome. Uh, Lynette, you, you, you guys. All right. I'm going to being in. All right. So they traveled 69 miles, 90 minutes. Phil's in a dry suit. Um, and teams are all grouped up. Final task. Producers are like gold gold mine all four teams at the final task in the water mm -hmm. same time let's go we know nobody's getting it on the first try because we didn't even give them all the information they need so ah but they were wrong um so they knew they thought okay they're gonna whoever gets it the second time and then it's gonna be like okay they can really physically race this could have this could have came down to like a physical like swim race like the first time there was like instead of a foot race or a car race it's a swim race i was like this could be a swim race i was really looking forward to that but didn't quite play out that way all right so because it because it claire's big brain claire's big brain and people incredible taking penalties 
So Claire's a great swimmer, and she has a big brain. This is what she says beforehand. Mm-hmm. But then she backs it right up and nails it on her first try. Uh, absolutely earned that victory. Um, there's nothing. I mean, you can't take that away from her. This is this is where she shined. Like she sucked at other tasks, and we gave her shit for it. So when she shines, you got to give her props for it, and she shined. Uh, yeah, David she did great. Yeah, David was sitting there all hyped up. You could tell he was hyping himself up. Though. He didn't believe anything he was saying. <laughs> He was like, I'm determined. I'm not not give up. All you got to do is just not give up. Uh, you just get through this, and, you know, we're going to do it. We're gonna, we got this, you know? And he's, he's like, I've never had flippers before. I've never been in flippers. Uh, so he jumps in the water and tries to swim. Now, his technique was rough. Yeah, listen. I know, I know, I get, I, I get down it's a like lot a of It's like a bicycle kick in water. Like, you got to flap yeah. your feet. But, like, Poor David. The easiest, if I was going to say the easiest way to swim, the if you want to just teach somebody to swim, and the easiest possible way to do it is to just give them flippers and a, and a suit that floats. Yeah. And then you just cross your arms like this and kick. And that's it. And when you want to go left, you lean left. You want to go right, you lean right. And you just cross your arms. You don't do anything but kick your feet. Just yes, Justin, flip. But, but you got to add the fact that he's in Iceland on TV racing for a million dollars. Okay. But if you're worried about it, you'd be There's like a little bit more pressure. Dude. If you're worried, be like any advice. Sure, dude. Backstroke. I'm going to assume that off camera, there was some amount of coaching going on. They like get the first shot of him getting in the water. It's like the only one that you see, you know, like he did manage to get there. Yeah. Kind of someone who literally is going into this, like, I don't know how to swim. I actually have a lot of respect for David. Like, I, I think I agree 100%. You probably should have put a little effort yes. into learning how to swim beforehand. But given the situation, I think people, a lot of people would have quit well before that. Or not even gone on the race. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. So, Lewis and Michelle get it wrong. They get two wrong on their first try. Emily and Molly get two wrong on their first try. David and Aubrey get ten wrong on their first try. But Derek and Claire get none. And they go on to a nice uh, nice victory. Uh, really happy. They're excited. They're pumped. They truly believe they can win. It comes down to who's going to finish last now. What the hell's yeah. going on? Is Emily and Molly's injury going to take over here? Is David and Aubrey just I can't swim going to take over here? And then you see David. I mean, you see you know, Emily and Molly. They show it and they kind of get through. But David and Aubrey take the penalty. Two hours. I hope they made him sit there for two hours too. I hope they made him sit there for two damn hours. Sit there for All two right. hours and think about taking a penalty. So... I know. I know they didn't, but there's no way they did. There's, there's no way they did. There is some stuff that happened behind the scenes, right? Okay, so I, I, all right, you can get to that. But let me. I, I got called okay. out. I got called out by Pat, who is one of the executive producers of the show. He said, in this particular instance, uh, it wasn't about not you know knowing how to swim. Uh, it was about feeling claustrophobic in a dry suit combined with his lack of experience in water. I personally tested this challenge and had a similar feeling of claustrophobia. Uh, it's easy to feel overwhelmed. So I'll give him the benefit of the doubt, the claustrophobia. I didn't really think about that. Like the other thing we didn't mention is the snorkel. It, it, it it's if you're not used to that, if you're not used to having the, the thing in your mouth, you know, breathing it, breathing mm-hmm. through it. That's that's something that's that's kind of difficult too if you're not used to it. 
learning how to do that in a pressure situation where yeah. your heart is already racing and you're already kind of yeah. like frantically breathing. Like yeah. he needed to get in the water and just sit there and like work on his breathing. He needed to stop. And then you're in 30 degree water on your face. Yep. Like to do that is just, it, it would have been really hard. So yes. I, and, I don't and know. He, I yeah. felt for him. Yeah. And they talked about on my podcast, Aubrey has um, his um, experience teaching behavioral therapy and she noticed david having uh the the beginnings of a panic attack panic attack yeah yeah, yeah. and that was before they got in the second time and right. when they finished that and they they weren't even close dude they're not oh, yeah. david's not Very looking lost. at the volcanoes yeah he's, yeah he's he's just thinking about swimming 10 wrong first um, try eight wrong on a second try yeah. they weren't close. yeah aubrey saw that the girls were gone. Emily and Molly were gone. They still got to get in the water again and come back and do another test. Yeah. No I, way. And they wouldn't have gotten it on the next one. There's no way in no way in hell. I get that. Yeah. But what do you, what are you here for? You're not going to win. You're going home. Get, but when you're literally at get over point, it, you're going to lose either way. Why would you subject yourself? Why? To, because you're never because yeah. you're never going to do this again. If you don't get over I it now, you'll never I, try. You'll never, ever try this again, ever in your life. You're never going to try this again. If you're not going to try it now with all the people around you, knowing there's zero percent chance you'll get hurt because there's so many safety people around you, you're never going to try again. So try get over it use this experience to 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 learn like people get over the fear of heights by doing it right i want to go on this i want to jump off i want to get over my fear well use this get over that fear what the hell go you got professionals I mean, you already jumped into water three times already <laughs> i mean <laughs> he's doing it and he's not getting any better you're right i know i get it i get it man i get it i get it it's just so hard. how can you give up but he's not us, you know. He, he we know how to swim. It's something so simple to us. Yeah, you're right. But for him, it's not. You know, it's I, I don't. Maybe, maybe chill out for if it's a two hour penalty. Maybe he could have chilled out for thirty minutes and then tried again. He still would have lost. But yeah, it's. I mean, this is like my whole previous career was around dealing with fear. And when you get to a certain threshold of fear, you can't keep subjecting yourself to it and expect a better outcome. Like you cannot, it would have just kept spiraling downward. I think he made a good decision. Like, no, Justin, you would never have quit. I would not have quit, but we don't have to, we don't have to overcome that. And I've right. had days skiing where I'm working on something new and my fear at that point gets the best of me. I have to walk away that day. I can come back later and maybe maybe David can come back later and he can learn how to snorkel. And now because he was on the amazing race, he had the opportunity to really? swim and do more swimming than he'd ever done in his life prior. So that's my two cents. And uh, Logan made a good point. He said that how many more times before he actually had a, a risk of hypothermia? Like maybe that that's a real thing. Oh, we had to. We had to stop for 15 minutes after trying two times. Oh, really? So after trying two times... Wow. Uh, there was a rule there. I think it was like 15 or 20. You had to stop, take a break before we're going back in. That makes wow. sense. That makes yeah. a lot of sense. How long were you in the water? Like oh, approximately. It was, sure it, it, I want to say about, it felt like 15 minutes, but I don't think it was that long. But okay. in my head, it felt long. Um, yeah. I, I, I I would say 15. I think Molly and Marcus on the chat. Uh, Marcus, sorry, Marcus. You weren't there. Uh, uh, Mo, I know Molly was there. Um, so maybe Molly could let me know. Um, yeah, but it felt like a long time, and you started swimming 
the first five minutes, there was nothing in the water. So it's like you're thinking, did I pass this? What's going on? So right. the first time, you're going very slow. The second time, we were able to sprint through it. We know which ones were wrong. We knew it was in chronological order. And mm-hmm. we that's how we caught up so fast. You know what you're looking for at that point. Yeah. I yeah, did, the first I, time was like 15. I didn't mention it, but this was like a long ride to a pit stop. There's normally not this long of a ride to a pit stop. 43 miles an hour to get to the pit stop. That is the, a hell of a long time. But the only saving grace is you know like nobody can pass you because these roads are so narrow like and there's only like one way to get there like they couldn't have gone around you so <laughs> that's the only kind of saving grace really uh if you went the right direction yeah. but uh we did get the spongebob two hours later that popped up on screen uh with david and arby finishing last and super super excited for emily and molly final three absolutely incredible uh, if you miss 36 years of, of your life together and then you get to actually not only get on the race but finish the race, no matter where they finished, they finished the race with one of the worst injuries in the history of the amazing race. Uh, like, super props, man. So proud of them. And I, and the only one that saw it was James Earl. Uh, James Earl was the only one who believed in you guys from the beginning. So... Good for you, Emily and Molly. You've proven us wrong here on the Races Recap. It doesn't happen very often. But James Earl You guys had too little information. And James Earl was on it. I like being proven wrong in this case. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, definitely. I I never mind when when a team like that is is representing the race because they can go anywhere in the world, and you know that they're going to be such a great representation for the race. If people talk to them, they're going to become fans of the race. Whereas if you talk to the, the winners of season 30, like you'd hate the race forever and you'd probably never watch again. All right, so, um, okay, so next week, next week season finale, we're going to Nashville, Tennessee. We got repelling off what looks like the uh, John something, something pedestrian bridge. I was down there, something, I forgot what the name of it is. Uh, Derek and Claire running with guitar cases. He's going left, she's screaming, go right. We got a final memory task with 11 photos, a keyboard, some sort of music. What's going on? I don't know. Ooh, I want to ask you about that in a second. Uh, not you, because you know, but you, Jen. Uh, Emily and Molly on Broadway with the guitar cases. Did not look like Derek and Claire were anywhere near Broadway with those guitar <laughs> cases, but Emily and Molly were. Don't know which one is a good sign. Um, but the Ryman Auditorium, which looks like the final pit stop, is right off of Broadway, so that could be a good thing. Uh Somebody also said the head in the Jack Daniels distillery. I didn't see any photos of that. Um, and we'll, we'll see how that plays out. All right. So <laughs> let's give our awards for this. And then we'll ask, we'll find out what, what do you think about this memory challenge? And if, it, if it's, uh, I, I noticed a couple things. It just, it just seems a lot like Captain Obvious things, but we'll see. So what, uh, do, you, what do you got for your award? My love out loud moment goes to Aubrey because I feel like crying right now just thinking about it. I am so competitive. We played like a card game last night. Like a card game in our house is like, it's dramatic. I love it. Um, And I just, I was really amazed at how supportive she was of her partner and that she put her partner before a million dollars in that moment when he was really struggling. And she said, my love for you and you are more important than a million dollars. So my LOL goes to Aubrey. And I want to cry. 
Oh, yeah, that was that was a beautiful moment. That's it was so sad seeing David there looking at the camera, saying, "Yeah, we're gonna take the penalty." Like seeing him, like, like he just, he just like he knew that's it. They're out. You yeah, know, even the though, only yeah, that I think makes it them going away feel better is that I think they made it. They absolutely made it as far as they could. I don't think that they stood a chance at winning. And I think that Emily and Molly are, are a stronger team overall, like, and have proven that throughout. So it was like the right team went home, but it was heartbreaking to watch it go that way. I'm sure it was just so hard for them. Yeah. Yeah. I really took care of David in that moment too. So. Yeah. There was, there was like two, both two (laughs) here that like super fan moves, but both for the same reasons because of being a great partner. And I think we saw two really, actually three, if, if you, I didn't even consider Aubrey being a good partner, but is that a good partner? Well, that's a good life partner, not a good race partner if you're gonna quit. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, David like being super supportive uh, 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 when Aubrey is freaking out. But uh, you know, I'm gonna have to give it to like Emily and Molly, like using the distraction technique, knowing that you're already, you crushed the task you just at the first task and you're still falling behind, even though you just did really well in the task and you're just falling behind, but not like, not sad at all. Just happy, smiling, playful, just loving the experience. And that's something I couldn't do in that, in that, that like if I was in this situation. So I respect people who can do that because that's not a skill that I have. Can we speculate on the seal clap and the WTF? <laughs> yes, I love this. <laughs> I I would bet that uh, Joey's WTF is going to be that David can't swim. Yeah. What the, bro? You're a grown man. You can't swim? Wow. <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds too New York. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, what do you think for the seal clap? Uh, the seal clap? Uh, so... I think that he uh, uh, he would give this. I didn't think you put me on this spot. Who would he give, this, who would he give <laughs> the seal clap to? Sure, go for it. Maybe I don't know. Oh God, because there's always kind of like a sweetness to it. But I think maybe he would give it to Claire for getting it, her the memory task on the first go around. Maybe, 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 maybe he oh, would if he felt it. I was thinking about that same moment too. Okay, all but right. I can fit in Claire yeah. knowing that could be all the awards. Well, except for yours, Jen, the love out loud. But uh, that that was just. But that's her. She so didn't really specific. Crucial, she didn't do anything super fan to get that. She was just that's just a skill she has. Like you I guys guess, pe- yeah. specifically like trained and things that you specifically did during training came up. Like that yeah. super fan stuff. Like yeah. you predicted. Like you were so in line with the race that you studied and did things that came up on the race and that that means yeah. a lot so next week final task what do you, you saw those 11 photos they're playing some sort of piano like in the movie big so it was timed because the thing popped up for a certain time yeah and it seemed like they were just pictures of stuff from tasks there was the ice stuff that he was beaten with the ice because he sort of rubbed a chicken so but that was like a roadblock which is, Did you pause this and like look at it really closely? Oh sure, you want me to, I like, couldn't tell what the heck was. Oh going sure, on. you want me to pull up a picture? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, it's come on, here. you know, I got this shit here. I pull up a picture. All right, so this picture here 
Where's your picture? All oh, right. Ray in the chat says, seal clap for Molly distracting Emily with a dandelion. A hundred percent. That's what it would have been. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 100%. That, that is a good one. That is a good one. So let me put this logo. Uh, let me put it up here. So I'm going to picture. Uh, we're gonna, you guys talk amongst yourselves. Give me two seconds. All right. Or not. Oh, wait, what? Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> no, I, said, I said you guys could talk amongst yourselves. I, just I can't talk so- about this episode. All right, Lewis, <laughs> what was your favorite part of this, the Iceland leg? The, the canyoning for sure. I feel like yeah. that was so much fun. Getting getting up the mountain was very difficult for me. Not a lot of hills in Miami. I'm not used to elevation. And you, we're already in Iceland where there's some elevation involved. But that was a lot of fun. Michelle's very jealous that uh but yeah she loves that stuff it was another like i want to say like a 10 minute i want to say like a 10 minute hike out of the cave right i was freezing my butt off when i got out of there one of the camera guys said he caught me it wasn't on the episode but he he saw me like just pause and go like this like just put my (laughs) hands in the air like like (laughs) if i was like if i just achieved something like but i was I'm telling you, I think there was something wrong with my suit. Yeah, it's possible. by that. <laughs> yeah. All right. So on screen, we have four, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven windows. Eleven windows, correct? Here, there's a timer up on top. Okay. And you got them doing big. You're right. Left, you know, on the big uh, piano keyboard. They got the clue on the ground instead of with their um, fanny pack. That's a mistake. Um, <laughs> but okay, so we got the rubber chickens, then we got the uh, the flag, um, and then we got the Ducati, and we got the chisel, and then yeah, all pretty straightforward. So the far. Jordan, the big, the huge place in Jordan, I forgot the name of it, but uh, Petra, uh, yeah, uh, the, whatever that big monument was, and then the other ones are, are gone, so that's like the first five, and those look like they're in order, right. I wonder if there's some correlation between the images and like the keys that you need to step on or something. Yes, but th- th- this doesn't look like too bad of a memory challenge. But it's just interesting that they put roadblock stuff, which means only one person. Well, I guess they were yeah, watching. We had that on our final leg. We had a roadblock. And then it meant. Yeah. So do you think this is going to be tough enough to be the difference maker? I don't know what they're doing yet. I, I don't have enough information. Where is chat that. going? Come on. We got the smartest chat in all of uh, re- of uh, recap land. Hands down. All right. So the Ducati slide puzzle, the ice rainbow. Let's see. If this is straightforward memory challenge, I assume Derek and Claire do it first try. Uh, the question is what the other tricks. Ooh. All right. B, as in Bertram, has hired me. Okay. Tom Hanks film. Yes, big. Uh, speculating in front of Lewis. <laughs> yeah, just trying to get his reaction. Listen, I know they win. I've had them picked from the beginning. I always follow my picks. doesn't matter whether I, like it's true or not. Like that's I follow my shit. I back my shit up. All right. Uh, the last time I watched Bear, oh, nobody cares. So, all right. So, I don't know, bud. Uh, we'll see. I see. Your question is, they don't typically, the memory challenge is the last challenge. So, is this... The last challenge. Yeah, this is definitely this is the last challenge. But like, you see how like last season it looked like it was so straightforward, but there was there was a couple different variations, and that made the difference. And the Holden's family 
like was able to win because they paid attention better. They took better notes and they figured it out. Whereas, you know, you know, some challenges are pretty much. I wonder if the images, I don't know. I don't know enough. We don't know enough. <laughs> They're not enough. <laughs> uh, uh, well, all right. That's the image. That's what we got here. Croqueta chat. Check it out if you want to hear the real answers because he's got it coming up. Where did, where can they check that out? Is it croquetachat.com? How do they check it out? Just on YouTube. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just search croquetachat. That's all we got so far. Shout out to Mike. That's Michelle's brother doing all the production. He work. does a great if job for it. him. Yeah. yeah, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be doing anything. I wouldn't even have this mic. Yo, for the white people, uh, how do you spell croqueta? <laughs> <laughs> I'll put it in the chat. R-O-Q-U-E-T-A. There you go. It's got a Nailed Q. It. I know it's got a yes. Q right now. <laughs> it's like, how the hell are we supposed to spell croqueta chat? Luckily, I got voice to text. Croqueta chat. Thank you. <laughs> no, thank you, Lewis, man. You're a rock star. I appreciate you coming on. You've been, you guys, you and Michelle have, have been a pleasure, not, not only just to watch on the race, but you guys watching you off the race has been fun as well. And if you haven't seen the video, uh, definitely check out their uh, their voyage, their trip to the race. It's it's such a great video. And if, if it turns out that you do win, that video uh, is going to have a, an incredible ending, uh, remix, <laughs> remix ending to it. So congratulations. Thanks, for thanks, man. Thanks for having me on again. And once, I, I, I've said this too much, but thanks to you, man. I really... We, we we did great in the race because we really studied the races recap. I've been kissing your butt too much, bro. I'm not going to talk about it anymore. So. Oh, yeah. Kissing my butt. Sure. Jody, I heard that. You know. We heard that. All right. So, and uh, chat, thank you guys so much. You guys, you guys really, uh, <laughs> thank you. It really means a lot to me that you guys want to hang out and, and, and talk Amazing Race with us. And great if, fans man everybody who donated money great thank, people thank you very much next week yes. you'll see a little yes. bit of a the sprinkle of how i'm gonna spend some of it uh jen thank you so much uh for continuing to put up with me as a co-host uh you definitely shine and you are a huge reason why this show is is what it is so thank you i'm just honored to be here <laughs> all right everybody thank you guys so much uh go check out coqueta chat get get yourself an escapade and uh go tell joey to kiss my balls on social media all right have a good day <laughs>